Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. I can see you lost your way. It's just easier to hide, but he sees inside your soul. What your past cannot define. You've been heading down this road. You don't know who you are, but he knows what's in your thoughts. And he feels what's in your heart. You could run till you can't find home, sail till you can't see land. Chasing's that never last You can never run too far And love will find you where you are And so you're feeling all alone But you are never out of sight There is healing in his arms there is mercy in his eyes You could run till you can't find home Sail till you can't see land There is no place you could go You could run till you're out of hope Chasings that never last You could never run too far And love will find you Give him another hand. And Carl, you on the guitar too, and Nicholas, you on the piano. It adds, it adds a perfect touch. I was thinking of um, funny things that uh, I experienced with Ian, and um, he was sitting with uh, my fiance Howard once, and they were talking, and it was like looking at two women chatting away. I was like, okay. I was talking to Faith on the phone, and I was like, they're sitting there talking like women do. It took me a minute to have to leave, and I remember he was um, talking, to, he was explaining something to Howard, and he's like, you know, I can't remember. He's like, I have CRS, and I was like, what's CRS? And he was like, can't remember squat, but he used the other word. <laughs> can't use that word. 
Then he was like, oh, I'm sorry, Reverend Kelly. I was like, no, that's okay. You can't remember squat. You can't remember squat. <laughs> anyway, like I said, he will be greatly remembered um, in our hearts. And um, this is a powerful time we're in right now. We are in the season of Lent. And Lent is a powerful season because it recognizes the time, the 46 days up to Resurrection Sunday, or what's traditionally known as Easter. Today is considered Passion Sunday, and that's because it starts off the two weeks of the ordeal that Jesus went through up and after the Last Supper and into the crucifixion. Now, as I thought about that, I was realizing that resurrection is the bringing forth of the Christ after you've killed off everything else, right? So we're going to experience that for these next couple weeks. We're going to experience what it may have been that Jesus went through, but we're going to do it in the unity of Farmington Hills way. So as I meditate on this, and every time I, I talk, God always works me through it. My word that, I, that came to me for the white stone ceremony was love, and on the other side was joy, right? So I've been thinking, you know, there's that song, bring me a higher love. You guys know that song? <laughs> bring me a higher love. Oh, you're supposed to say, oh. <laughs> Let's try this again. Bring me, oh, you guys can help me. I don't have the voice. Bring me a higher love. Bring me a higher love. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I should be a director of a choir or something. We can go low, too, if we want. No, just kidding. Anyway, there's something that keeps coming to my mind that's really powerful. Did you know love is calling your name? Right now, in this very moment, love is calling your name. Why do I say that? And why is love calling your name? Your nature, your very nature is love. And the love inside of you is calling you forth to be that expression of love. And on a deeper and deeper level, you cannot resurrect into a higher expression of Christ until you know who you are in love, until you know your nature. And I don't mean, oh, I love you because you love me back. That's not it. That's a reward system. Love is what uh, Charles Fillmore, who's the co-founder co of Unity, wrote this beautiful book. And I would suggest you get it, The Revealing Word. And in this book, I love it because he brings up a lot of things that are mentioned in the Bible and even in life. And he gives a spiritual meaning. He says that love is the pure essence of being that binds together the whole human family. He says that it binds in human harmony the universe and everything in it. But there's something deeper. He says divine love is impersonal. It loves just for the sake of loving. Now, why is this important? Because how we express in love affects every area of our life. And when you are fully connected to the love inside of yourself, you are fully self-expressed. 
And I'm not talking about the personality self. I'm talking about the Christ self. So how do we get to that place? Today I'm going to talk about answering love's call. And the scripture I want to use today comes from 1 John, and it's chapter 4, and it's verse 16 through 18. I'm going to read it from my Bible. Say the word Bible. Bible. <laughs> I ain't say it like I said it. Say Bible. Bible. We're not blaspheming, God. We're having fun. <laughs> okay, chapter, First uh, uh, John, chapter 4, verse 16. We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love. God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. And then when we go down to, that's verse 17, when we go down a little further, it says, such love has no fear because perfect fear, I mean, perfect love expels all fear. Perfect love expels all fear. Now, we're going to dive into this pretty deeply because there's, certain, there's a specific way that we can answer love's call that's very powerful. And the first way of doing that, when somebody calls you, what do you do? You remember the old phones? Ring, ring, ring. You picked it up, right? Now you might flip it open or just hit a button, right? You answer and you say, hello, right? The first way to answer God's call is actually to be quiet and hear ringing. Because you've had moments where you did, you've been so busy you didn't hear the phone ringing, or you might have had your ringer off on your phone, like you're in church right now, so you have your ringer off, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Right on there. I love it. But we can be so busy with our life that we don't hear God calling us. We don't hear what's going on inside of our spirit. We don't hear what's going on inside of our soul. We don't hear love calling us to be the expression of the nature of who we are. Now, there's two parts of this that I want to go into. That's your nature. The first thing is what I said, love, which is who you are. It's your nature. It's the nature of us to feel love because the love inside of you is what connects you to God. It's the unifying, binding feeling and expression of the Christ within you. And the Christ within you is the connection to the divine mind, which is God. And when you tap into that divine mind, which is God, you begin to get an inkling of some ideas of divine ideas that are the truth about God, right? Don't you know the truth about God is the truth about you? Did you know that? That what is so and what is true about God is true about you. But you will not know it until you tap in. And the first way to do that is to be quiet and be still. You ever heard of the scripture, peace, be still? But there's another one, be still and know. So I put them together. I say, peace, be still, and know. When you be still, you hear the still, small voice. You hear God talking. And in that hearing, is when you, when you call forth prayer. The fourth unity principle says that through prayer and meditation, we align our minds with who? God. You know it. God. The Christ within ourselves. There are two ways that we communicate with God. is being quiet and listening. 
I don't believe in praying just willy-nilly. I believe that when we are quiet and we answer the phone, you ever answer the phone and thought somebody else was on the other line? Start talking to them, oh, wait a minute, it's not you, it's somebody else. When you quiet down to hear the still, small voice inside, you begin to tap into some divine ideas. You know it's God speaking because God is saying the truth. The inside of you, the, the Christ within is saying the truth, and you get to answer that by calling it forth in your life through prayer. Is there anything going on in your, on in your life that you're not sure what's going on? Anybody? Got some ideas of what's going on? Is there anybody who right now is wondering, what's my next step? Anybody? Is there anybody who is wondering, okay, I want to go deeper in my purpose, in the meaning of who I am? Anybody? Is there anybody who wants to know, I, I really want to know who you are, God, to me? Anybody? The only way to know is to listen. God tells us all the time, but we're so busy caught up in our life. Anybody want to an answer to a problem or a solution? Everybody should raise their hand. Right. We think we know the answer, and to a point we may. But the answer that's the right answer, that's God answer, only being quiet will give us that answer. And then in that silence, when you're tapped into God, is when you begin to pray. Because you're not praying from the human mind. You're praying from the spirit within. And the Christ within you, through your power of your words, activates the Christ within what you're hearing and brings it forth. But you cannot know really what to pray for unless you answer God's prayer by being quiet and listening. And then you pray. So the first step is to be quiet and be still. And know that God is within you. And then pray according to what God is telling you to say. Jesus said that these words that I say, let me say, I love saying what, what he says. These words that I say are not my words. I, do not, I don't speak on my own authority. The Father who sent me has commanded me that, what to say and how to say it. So when we get into a space of where the scripture says, we know how much God loves us, do you really know, seriously? Mm -mm. No. Do you really trust God's love? Like, seriously, do when we really look at it, do we really trust God's love? Mm -mm. Not until you go inside and connect with the love that you are. It is in that moment that you connect, that you trust. Because in that moment, you begin to have faith in what's going on. And you can't just do it one time when you need it. You have to do it all the time so that there will never be a moment that you need it because you're always connected to it. There's no moment where it's missing. Need, it, need indicates that something's missing. But if you're always connected, there's never a need. There's never a need. There's only activating the Christ within to bring it forth. And then when you go deep, so you, so you be still and listen, and you learn to trust and feel God's love, you learn to trust the power of who you are. The more you tap into it, you learn to love the self that is you, not the personality self, which will be indicated by a lowercase s, but a, 
and I forgot my little signs, but the higher case self, the Christ self within you that is propelling and pushing you. Anyone have an urge to move forward somewhere? You're not quite sure where? I do too. I do too. That's God's love calling you forth to be loved in the expression of connection to the universe that is you, inside of you. You are the micro to the macro. All of us are. Now that nature that is you is love. There's a second part. Has anybody looked up what your name means? Your name is your nature too. It's the character in which you were born into. Mine means strong-willed, bull-headed, warrior, and monastery for Kelly. And I'm like, Daddy, how you know my daddy's name? How you know it's going to go into this ministry? <laughs> Catrice is my middle name. It means the noble one. And I've prayed all my life, so I call myself the noble warrior because I'm a prayer warrior. Love is calling me to be more powerful in that energy of my nature of being a prayer warrior. And yeah, the, the fight, the part, I used to fight for folks. My sisters and brothers, I used to fisticuff to, to make sure they were okay. I was big sister. And my younger sister, who was right under me, the one who passed away, Sandy, she would uh, let folks push her and bully her. And, and I'd be like, and then they'd say, your mama, you know, back in the day, your mama this, your mama, those were fighting words, right? And she'd run away and leave me to fight. So I would fight because I was protecting her. And then my younger brother, when we were at cast, he would bug folks and then come hide behind me and I'd have to fight for him. Actually, they knew who I was, so I didn't because they knew I could fight, even though I was little. I go down to them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it was funny because one of his uh, classmates later on after they graduated said, I couldn't wait till you graduated so I could beat him up. And I was like, what? He's like, because he always started his stuff and then ran behind you, which was true. He did. But now I walk in the power of who I am for God. And praying in my dominion and praying in my authority is being a prayer warrior. And walking in love, love is more powerful than you think. Walking in love means that you, since God is love, you're walking in God. You're being the expression of God. Now, this is important because as we move into Resurrection Sunday, we're going to release all those parts of us that do not fit anymore, that are no longer God, and we're going to allow that part to die. We're going to release that peace that is blocking us from going forward like a shackle on our foot, and we'll break through and we will move forward and resurrect into a newer expression of who we are. Does that make sense? I am ready to, ready to resurrect. Together, I am ready to resurrect. This Passion Sunday is my Passion Sunday. Together, this Passion Sunday is my Passion Sunday. That activates the power when you affirm it activates the power. So the first step, be quiet. Stop chattering to God what you want. You don't know. Only God knows. Be still and listen. And then speak off of what you are hearing. And then go deeper into it to get the meaning of it. What am I really praying for? What is the meaning of what I really want? And when you sit in meditation with God to hear, you go in like you're listening. Anybody ever heard a mouse in your house? I have. You listen like, where is it? I listen up on the chair. Where is it? 
So if it's there, I can jump this way, and if it's there, I can jump that way. And you know what's funny? Howard's nickname in his family is Mickey. I'm like, Mickey Mouse? No! I'm just kidding. So the next, so the, the first part of the scripture we've gone into, we know how much God loves us, but we really don't know until you tap into God. And then in that, you tap into trusting God. You have faith in it. So it's love, wisdom, love, faith, and then wisdom, because you begin to realize that God is love. And then the next thing it says is, and we live in God's love. Uh, as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. Now, this is the thing. There is so much power in love. There is so much power in love. The other day, I went to um, Burger King. I picked my girlfriend up because she had had a car accident. And she was really shaken up, and she asked me if I, I she's like, I was calling you early because I was, it was Tuesday, I was at church, Unity of Livonia, and I didn't answer the phone when I saw her call because I was busy, but when I called her back, she said, I was calling because I really needed your prayer. And I was like, well, you want me to come now? Now, this is 8 o'clock in the night, but I went anyway. She's, she and I, we're, we're really close like that. We're each other's prayer partners. So I went, right? So on the way, uh, we, we blessed her office, her new office, which is beautiful, and then I, 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 wor I worked with her and coached her into feeling, not feeling bad about the accident. She's really feeling bad. Bad mother, because her daughter was in the car with her, and I'm a bad mother, I, told, I, I don't know if the car's total, do I have the money, all of this stuff. You know when you have those extra expenses that come on you, you start feeling bad about yourself, right? There's no self-love there. And your thoughts held in mind keep producing the same kind, so you start feeling still even more terrible, and you go down this deep rabbit hole of despair and worry, and that doesn't affect us at all except drowning us in the issues of this world. We're supposed to overcome, which is what today means, overcoming. So on the way home, I drop her off at home. We go to Burger King. And I know it's a busy one, you know, and I figure it's probably busy. So she goes, hello, when we're waiting. And he says, I'm, he's like, it, just a minute, it's just me and another person. I'm like, okay, I'm, I, I understand. So we get up to the door. He's irritated with us, right? I said, sir, can I have a cup holder because you got two Frosties? He, and I was like, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I handed it to her. She's like, you're a good one. I need to learn from you. Then he handed me some more. She asked for another thing. I said, I appreciate that. I really do. And he handed it to me. Kill him with kindness. And then by the end of the moment of our experience, because he's like, it's going to take a couple minutes because you asked for a veggie burger. It takes a minute. I said, I appreciate that. Take your time. I know you're the only one there. Love is only respecting the person and the Christ inside of the person, no matter how they act to you, towards you. By the end of the last time he handed me the food, he had a smile on his face, and, he was, and I was like, you have a good evening. He was like, you too. You stick to it no matter what. It will melt away anything. It will melt away anything. Love is calling your name. And when we're answering love's call, we are being quiet instead of running our mouths in the moments that we're supposed to be quiet. And then we're praying when we're led to pray. Because sometimes you're not led to pray. Sometimes you're just led to sit still. 
Sometimes you're just led to be still and know that God is there. And as God is filling you up with God's love, then your word becomes more powerful because it's filled with the faith, the love, and the wisdom of God as it comes from your throat chakra, which is your power chakra, and your dominion. And then you speak in the dominion and the love you are, and you get what you ask for. Does that make sense? And it's not a, oh, if it be your will, God, anything, God, and, and I, I, I know God, and oh, Lord, God, no. no. When you stand in God's love and God's power and God's wisdom and God's faith, you speak it forth because you are the authority of it. You know you're one with it, and you know you deserve it because you're worthy of it, and you speak it forth. Thank you, God, for the finances that I need to take care of it. I had to get her in that space. Thank you, God, for the finances I need to handle this car accident. Everything's going to work out perfect and complete. Everything's there, and it's working out for her. But you have to change it because then when it happens, you, don't, you still don't feel worthy, and then you cause the thing go back down that rabbit hole. Do we want to be in the rabbit hole? No. I saw this story of this little boy who was playing up on this 12-foot dune, the sand dunes in Michigan. And I don't remember how long ago it was. But he's having fun and enjoying himself. Child of a, the heart of a child, right? He fell down the sand dunes three down deep. And it took them three hours to find him and dig him out. And they're praying in a space of love. And they're praying in a space of love and knowing that he's going to be okay. Do you know he fell into a pocket of air? He fell into a pocket of air. When you walk in love like children do, God will protect you. God will take care of you. They pulled him out. He was scraped up and everything, but he was whole. He was breathing. Three hours down in a sand dune? God will do the same thing for you. Whatever situation you are going through right now, you are wrapped in the arms of God's love. And when you know that, and you know that, you know that you know that you know that, you will feel it so deeply that as you speak it forth, as you speak it forth, you will command it to happen. Command means to co-manifest. We co-create with God. Co-manifest. Your thoughts, your words, your actions, your feelings, all of it will be aligned in love, and you will be what this scripture says. You will know that there is no fear there, because all you feel is love. Don't you know when there's only love inside of you, there's no room for illness, illness, fear, or anything? I remember last January when I was speaking in um, Flint, I was experiencing what would be called bronchitis. And on the way up there, I'm <laughs> coughing and having trouble breathing. But every time I got up behind that podium and got into the Christ and started praying, nothing, nothing. On the way home, another story. <laughs> I had to remember that I was in God's love and continue to manifest that in your body. When you're in that high frequency, there is no fear there. Perfect love casts out fear. You are perfect love. Love is calling your name. Are you ready to answer? Yes? I am answering God's call. Together, I am answering God's call. I say yes. I say yes. And I give up this mess. I'm just kidding. Thank you, God. Amen. All right, we're going to walk in God's love. Thank you.